Hi, everyone. This is Catching Up with the Nerds with your hosts, Tom and JC, and our special guest, David. This is a podcast about two dads that are catching up on all the nerdy stuff we miss, sharing how we pass on our nerdy passions to our kids, and deep diving into nerd pop culture to make it more accessible for you guys. Welcome back, everyone. Hello. Wow. How's everyone doing? All right. Shall we, time should, again. Shall we do intros? Yes, Dave. Ladies first. I'll kick things off. Mm. No problem. Hi, I am David Sago. Um, I mostly podcast, produce, and edit these days. Um, I have my own podcast, the Grit and Grime Basketball Podcast, which I am on with Tom. Hey. Um, but I am also a nerd. Uh, I'm a particularly a fan of Marvel. Um, and I got into a bunch of 90s cartoons being a late 80s baby and all of that. Um, I also dabble a little bit in anime uh, from time to time um, and obviously TV, film. Uh, but my biggest area of nerddom, if you want to call it that, is computer games. So I think that's like that. all. <laughs> Good day. All right. Um, I am Tom. Um, 50% of the Catching Up With The Nerds podcast, with, along with JC. I'm uh, 100% French, and I've been living and sharing life, adult life, with my other half, Ellie, who's, uh, yeah, about 20 years now. Whew. It takes us back. 20 years this year. Can you believe? That's how old I am. Um, I've got two kids, one who's four, <laughs> named Louis, a boy, and an 11-year-old girl, Emily, and they are both also nerds as they've been hugging on the switch for the last couple of days playing mario uh, which is a proud moment for all of us here in the family um i love video games i love movies i love wonder vision and i want to talk about it forever and ever but it has to stop at some point that's it nice so I am Juan Carlos Garay. I am the other 50% of the podcast, uh, but everybody calls me JC. And my nerd origins start in Honduras, uh, moving swiftly on to London and now Portland, which is now my nerdhood. Uh, my nerdy Ooh. wife is Fiorella and my two nerds spawn. Uh, have been oh. Arabelle and Aiden. <laughs> uh, and my nerdomness or my nerdhood, my nerd kingdom, maybe, sure. uh, lies in graphic novels, comics, uh, and nerdy movies and series, and occasionally dabbling in the world of uh, video games and definitely into the world of anime. Uh, so back to our regularly scheduled Ooh. nerdy cast here. Hey, and for those who celebrated the Valentine's, I hope you had a lovely nerdgasm. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> see what I did there? Uh, <laughs> we're keeping that in. We're keeping L- that in. live or behind the scenes stuff. <laughs> um, right, so <laughs> we, we, we do month- share one brain at times, I fail, dude. <laughs> Sometimes we do. Um, it is Monday. Yes. Sunday. And uh, what do we do on Mondays? We talk about WandaVision, which happened on Friday, every Friday for the rest of our lives. It feels like it. Um, Right. What's the format, you're going to ask? Yes, you're asking that. What's the format? What is the format, Tom? (laughs) Cool. Well, we're going to talk about aesthetics first, and then JC is going to walk us through the episodes. No, wait. Well, JC is going to talk about the episode first, you know, walk us through it. And uh, first in a three sentences or three words about what he thinks the episode was. And then 
in details and then we're gonna go through our um, easter eggs that we've noticed and then talk about theories which is a fun part <sighs> yes it's the best um what did you guys think about the episode i think it's the first question we are asking every week now what was your take how did you feel about it did you love it did you hate it i i i am i i'm gonna go first i <laughs> i don't know i felt a bit indifferent after this episode Shame. and i don't know why i don't know why plenty clearly happened um there was some really interesting moments but i don't know something i don't it might just be me to be honest um but something about this episode just didn't quite give me the same excitement that i've had after the last few um and i was talking to a friend about it shouts to michael downey i think part of it might be because as jc said we're entering the the third act now yeah. things are going to start concluding and i think that means that we've gotten so many answers that part of the mystery is going a bit uh and we'll talk theories at the end but i think um as you get more and more answers it's like shutting down and closing off all these theories and focusing in on what's actually the issue here and i think part of me might be sad that it seems a lot simpler and a lot less grand than I had theorized and I had hoped. It's 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 funny. I th I think I, I was kind of the same as as um, the the episode finished. I was like, oh my god, what, what what just happened? I think there's two things that got me. I think the first thing was the speed of the episode. As in, there were a lot of things happening back to back to back to back, and it was like we, we did get a, a bunch of answers in the last episode. I think. Or the last two episodes and and the, this one it was a bit like you know the brother is here and then he's saying one thing that you're like oh my god and then another thing another thing and he's questioning and doing a bunch of things that are like oh keeps coming and coming and i think that the rhythm was super fast mm. and saying that it felt like the episode was super short and that's i think that's mm. that's that's my main issue <laughs> these days when it's like the the, the the half an hour mark gets there real quick Mm. and that's pissing me off now every week I'm, I'm, i was like you know the first two three weeks i was like yeah awesome that's super fast you know we'll, we'll next week we'll get to it and i'm like mm, i want more i want a one hour episode and i think that that's where it was I, I i did enjoy it i did enjoy the episode i, th I thought it was cool um but it's clearly setting up the final act you know that that is going to be more uh, maybe action-packed um less answers so maybe the, the next episode might be um a lot more actions and you know ex explosions and stuff like that, and and, and not as maybe maybe setting up a few more questions, you know, asking a few more questions, and, and but maybe not necessarily solving any mysteries in the next couple. And I think the the last episode might be hopefully it will be a longer one in terms of duration, mm. Mm. Um, and it might be like a big, um, you know, like they did for at the end of Spider Man, uh, Far From Home, when it's going to be one big final twist, and you're going to be like. Oh, no, got to black and you're like mm. so that's what i'm hoping for we're in the end game now anyway we are in the end game yeah yeah so so following from that um funny enough I've, I've got mixed feelings about this episode because from a format perspective i actually really enjoyed it i thought that the balance of like being in the sitcom versus being in the outside world i actually thought was really good 
like I felt like the transitions were very natural when they kind of broke apart and they gave us more time yeah. in that sitcom setting. Whereas last time we kind of got robbed a little bit of the eighties. Uh, this time we got to spend more time in the sitcom. Uh, but I agree with you. It's like, it felt like a lot happened, but it, and it was meaningful, but I didn't care as much for some reason about what's happening. Like, I don't know why I didn't care. And, and, and part of me feels that to your point, yeah, going back to like this setting up the threat, it is a setup episode because a yeah. ton of happened and it set things up. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, there's no coming back for some of those characters. And I think that's the part that I mainly looked at that for some people, all right, now there's implications to this. Because at mm-hmm. first really it was like, the implications weren't that bad. It's like, well, Wanda's doing her thing. And up until we found out that, that some of these people were in actual pain, there was like an implication to all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the only thing that really mattered at that at that point. Because everything was like, yeah, well, let her do her thing, man. Kind of buzz off. Go do, go do sword somewhere else. Uh, but now it's like, okay, no, no. To your point, we're in the end game. Something big is going to happen. And I'm, I'm just curious to your point about the pacing of it that I, I really, really hope that it's not... And look at the big bad in the final shot of the episode. I'm like, yes. oh come on, yeah, like that, like, that would suck. Like mm. they they've got to earn that. They, mm. I, I've got to I've got. Wait, so we can get into that when we get into themes and theories. But mm. I, I feel I feel that needs to be earned a bit more. And they've got two episodes to do it. Right. Hmm. Yeah. What three? Is that another three? Well, well, no, the, the, in the third one. Yeah. With the yeah. One. That's when we'll get it. Unless we get a surprise fourth. Uh, you, yeah. You're still hoping for that. Yeah. <laughs> another drop. Uh, a secret no, drop. I agree with your point about frustrating like ends because at first that standby screen was actually like, I was like, oh, that's really cool. That's really authentic. And now every time I see that standby screen, I'm just like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, like don't give me more standby. Like give me extra fifteen minutes. Come on. I have to I have to hold Emily back every time, otherwise she's gonna headbutt the, the TV. And she's like, come. Like she she. I think she almost had a meltdown um, on Friday when she when that when we saw the police standby. She went no. So please, Marvel, please make it longer. Make it an hour. Make it forty five without the end credits. Because uh, I, know. I need more. I need um, a little more. All right, right JC, do you want to? Walk us through the plot. Let's do it. All righty. So the three-liner of the week. Mm. Pietro. So three-liner. For anybody who's new to the podcast, I do usually a three-line introduction to the episode plot and try to get it down to just three succinct lines in a very, very specific way. All right. Here we go. So uh, Pietro does his best Jim Carrey impression. Classic. Agent Wu gets the kick butt. And, and Darcy's going to be a mutant, man. It's like she's in the field now. She's gonna be a mute. I am so here for that. Uh, so that's my three lighter. Hmm. Like, I agree. Don't like that's, that's nothing else happened. Let's wrap it up. All right. So uh, here I'm gonna try to whisk through this because a lot happened in this episode. Uh, we start with the Malcolm in the Middle intro. Clearly Malcolm Middle. No confusing it with anything else. Uh, we break into kind of a Halloween scene, and immediately we are greeted with like fourth wall break man it's like all of a sudden mcu is fourth wall breaking like so here for that like super super nice um then the kids are starting to pick up on some of the awkwardness happening between the parents i'm like they're they're realizing oh it it, things aren't going well and they're telling you the audience which is really interesting um we also find like hayward and monica begin to argue because hayward's just being his most hayward and his middle management thing is becoming really annoying now um then hayward then decides to kick them all out with uh um um darcy and agent Wu. uh on their way out they beat up the guards and agent Wu wins a fight boom 
it, it's up there with like Cap getting millionaire. It's like, it really is up there for me. Um, and then uh, then we see Pietro helping the kids do trick or treat. And that whole sequence was just super fun. It's like, he's getting into all of these problems because he's doing like the super speed thing, like stealing candy from people, all that stuff. But at one point he calls them demon spawn, which mm-hmm. let's put a pin in that one and we'll come back. Yep. Um, Vision also says he's going out. Uh, I believe it's for a neighborhood watch. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then, uh, but clearly he isn't. Um, and then uh, 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 um, Scarlet Witch, uh, Wanda, uh, runs mm-hmm. into Herb, and then they have a conversation. She realizes that that's not what Vision's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the meantime, Vision is walking around and just trying to explore. Um, and uh, oh, I'm sorry, uh, both him and Wanda are wearing costumes that are very similar to like the mm-hmm. 60s and 70s runs of those characters, which was super cool touch. Yeah. Um, he's walking around that, the, the silly outfit, and then he sees people like stuck in loops. Right. And he sees like a woman like where there's like she's stuck in a loop of like hanging clothes and then like a tear runs down her face. Um, uh, so after that, we get the super weird commercial we have to talk about the Yo Cup, yeah. the Yo Magic yogurt cup Yo commercial. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, then uh, Wanda then comes back and we see the first time like Wanda beginning to question things as well. So she's questioning Pietro, Pietro's questioning back. They're both asking questions that the whole audience has been wanting to ask, right? About like the accents. Uh, you can tell there's a little bit of tension between them. Pietro full out says like, I'm here for tension, for to, to create something of a, of, a, of a contradiction, right? Between what we're trying to do. Um, and then um, he sees him. So he remembers getting shot and then tells Wanda that he heard her call him when he got shot. So there's kind of a call back to Ultron. Uh, and then the twins go off and we start to see the twins have, have powers. Uh, one's be clearly becoming Wiccan. The other one's clearly becoming Speed. Uh, and one of them like zooms off and mom goes, don't go past Ellis Avenue. No, they want to stick a pin in it. We're coming back to that one. Uh, Darcy as Darcy. Darcy I, I feel that Darcy is like the deus ex machina of this show. Like he just comes up at these moments with like the perfect solution to everything. And she's like, I'm just going to casually hack sword. And then she hacks sword. And then, uh, and then she finds a code name, uh, a project code named Cataract, um, which shows that they are tracking vision. Um, and then uh, he sees that she sees that some people barely move that are being tracked within the hex. And that's also very telling. We then connect that to what vision has been seeing in terms of people just like hanging out in these loops. Uh, at that point, vision flies up, has a good view of the lay of the land and actually flies down to guess where Ellis Avenue uh, drops down there where he runs into Agnes, who's stuck at a car next to a stop sign. <laughs> Bush, we yep. may come back to that, may or maybe not. Uh, he then decides to wake her up. And then we get the moment where she looks at him and goes like, you're an Avenger. And he has the best reaction. He's like, yes, I want to help. What's an Avenger? <laughs> and, it's, and, and Paul Bettany delivers that so well. It made me so, so happy that part of the episode. Um, so he doesn't know what he, what he means, but then she gets stuck in this loop of, well, it's not even a loop, but she just says it over again and over again in a really awkward fashion of just mm-hmm. like you're dead 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 and then does like the creepiest witch laugh ever mm-hmm. uh so she's also acting her pants off man yeah. um then he feels bad and then turns her off or on or off again with everyone see it um and then uh monica at the same time gets a text from an aerospace engineer saying that they might have an option to get back into the hex who's i going to be theories waiting to come uh and then um 
Monica's blood is now confirmed that has been affected by the hex by going in and out twice, mm-hmm. uh, or at least we think that the twice has an effect. Maybe it was the first time. We don't actually know that yet. Um, and then um, uh, Pietro does ask where all the kids have been because they clearly weren't in the town and there's like no good, no good answer for that. Um, and then Pietro goes into this really weird monologue of like justifying Wanda's actions towards the town of just like, mm-hmm. ah, some of these people's lives are actually better. Um, and then and then she begins to question a few things and then sees him dead the same way she saw Vision dead. Another theme mm-hmm. there we can come back to. Uh, Darcy finally finds a secret file that we don't know what that is. It's on top of, in, in addition to the cataract project. Um, and then Vision pushes through the boundary and we get the really kind of like the scene stealing moment of the whole show of just like Vision breaking down outside the boundary, clearly not being able to remain himself outside the boundary. He's, he's actively being pulled back um, at the same time Wiccan or I believe it's Billy um, has a feeling that something's happening to Vision. Wanda then tries to figure out where he is, recognizes where he's at. And then what she does is expand uh, oh, and before that, sorry, Pietro does make a crack about your hu- your husband yeah. couldn't couldn't die twice, could he? And which mm. gets super dark. She gets super upset and just kind of zaps him away. Mm. Um, Darcy gets handcuffed to the car as they're trying to like figure out what's going on with Vision, and then Wanda expands the boundary, and it just keeps going, going, going. It covers Vision. We can see him coming back to reality. It covers all the tents, makes him into like the circus performance sort of thing, but that looks more more in place in like the fifties and sixties for some reason, rather than like that Malcolm in the Middle moment of like the early two thousands. Um, and then everything changes. Hayward gets in the car, rushes off, and there you have it. And then please stand by. And please stand by, and then we're at that point hitting ourselves TVs, against. Yeah. yeah, exactly. At that point, we're crushing the TV from the cliffhanger they left us on. So we shall see. Yeah, so much happened in this one. It's just unbelievable. Um, yep. <laughs> let's um, let's rewind then. Let's rewind and go back to the beginning. I think um, we'll we'll go a little bit into how it is shot. Now it looks like it feels like um, which. Uh, I think yeah. So you mentioned the the introduction is Malcolm in the Middle, um, which is funny because I have actually never watched a single episode of Malcolm in the Middle. Oh. That was not on my radar at oh. all. <laughs> the, 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 and this is why on our notes I put it. It looked like MTV. Actually, got me more into thinking there was an episode of MTV Cribs. If you watch that, um, because. <laughs> <laughs> they the they camera. had the same sort of intro with the camera work and and the high energy and the crazy fonts right. and the great yeah um so you know and i had to google it i was like hang on what was that intro about and so, yes yeah, Malcolm in the middle it's literally almost shot by shot exactly. Malcolm yeah. in the middle uh, if not shot by shot um and then if you pay attention to the lyrics same thing than last week you know it's all make believe it's all false but let's live in that fake reality sort of lyrics anyway Malcolm in the middle that was that was interesting it, very mtv vibe i think to me like 90s 2000 early 2000 vibes i think it was um uh, which i enjoyed because that's when i started learning english and that's when i started uh watching tv channels that were not french so that's quite it's quite interesting to see um and then technically, I think we saw um, different type of shots, which were now um, uh, one, was it one camera action shots? We, or, you know, you've got, um, what was the, what's the one that was quite interesting? Is the one where uh, Pietro was asleep on the sofa, for example, and mm-hmm. you see around him, everything's blurry, but he's in, he's sharp, he's in vision, mm-hmm. he's in focus. And then the kids are in the background also um, 
you know there's no okay. one depth of fields where you've got the, the primary um, character at the front which who is super sharp and then the rest is extremely blurry like you see now mm-hmm. in every single movie the two the three characters were all super sharp but then the around them was blurry and that's the technique that was used in the early 2000s a lot i think there was it was used in I think Malcolm in the Middle. They used that. Yeah. They used that a yeah, lot. They I think I did see that. Oh, um, and and every action movie in the early two thousands, it's it's got yeah. the same aesthetic and and the same kind of like, uh, like fuzzy but not fuzzy, but everything's like super fast and like hyper yeah. stylized and stuff like that. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I hundred percent agree that that's, which is that, what, that was done a lot during that time. Which is one technique they use. So they, there's that scene when they're in the um, trick, trick or treating, mm-hmm. and if you've got that one one camera shot, and it's literally just um head level head of you know like that's yeah to, it will be will be like you'll be filming and spitting yeah. around and quickly get to the, the main characters and whoosh, um, sound effects and stuff like that. so it's quite it's quite interesting i think that's that's the only thing i picked up on really in terms of yeah because they, they pretty much used used that style malcolm in the middle mm. I, I thought it would be there was a slight not not to the mtv feel i think um to me, it felt that it felt familiar in the, in that in that aspect. Um, again, it's pity I could not relate to Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> I was sort of hoping they'll go with Friends. You know, we'd have a bit of an intro. Um, you know, with like a, a fountain and somebody falling back. <laughs> Two thousand. Um, but yeah, there was that. let's move on and go through the plot i think let's go point by point wait wait, no no hold on i want to come back to that point like because i i I mean i think we had a little exchange with david over the the text chat about like there's a couple of shows that could have been nominated instead of malcolm in the middle that were squarely 90s because malcolm in the middle and david picked up on this is not actually 90s it started Mm -hmm. off literally in 2000 yeah so you could officially call it 90s technically but it ain't (laughs) really it's true yeah it's true but my, my is, when is Malcolm in the Middle? When was that first aired? It was like two thousand, like January two thousand. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, so we we yeah. got three episodes left. So we we we'll, we might get twenty tens then in episode seven, which would yeah. be Survivor. I don't know. I don't know what was hot nah, in twenty ten. I don't know. Uh, the the rumors are that it's going to be Modern Family. Yeah. Ah right based on the trailer you can tell it will because they do like the mockumentary like staring into the camera thing like yeah. office type that eventually like led to to what yeah. you call it a modern family well i guess uh, i guess when you, when you mentioned also the how it was shot the the um literally breaking the fourth world which is talking to the camera and explaining what's happening and, and walking the audience through mm-hmm. uh, the plot so that uh, yeah that's also a technique that was huge. well that was popularized by malcolm in the middle i guess in terms of sitcoms, yeah. In, in terms yeah. of sitcoms, yes, that's an important point. Which is, yeah, I think I think maybe like you said, the ne- next episode might be a bit more reality TV or you know orientated, mm. maybe. Yeah, we'll see um, a crossover between sitcom and reality TV. Mm. Yeah, I think maybe part of the problem with the, uh, yeah, I don't know, maybe part of the problem with the nineties was um, that it had to be taken from a family show, right? Maybe they struggled to bridge that gap. Even if they'd taken, like um, JCU suggested, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which would have been amazing. Um, but then I do wonder if the, the appropriation question would have come up. And yeah. then, um, <laughs> Very and then, good point. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then the fact that that show actually started in the 80s and ah, ran true. into the 90s. And there's a few shows like that. 
it seems that a lot of the like early 90s shows actually started in the 80s and ran through um and then that made me think that actually when you think about like um full house and stuff like that i'm pretty sure full house ran into the 90s like it started in the 80s so. and ran into the 90s so i think there was sort of that well we've done these shows that sort of towed both towed the line of both decades so now we'll jump to um jump to the early 2000s yeah full house was 87 to 95 so yeah so i'll say equally yeah <laughs> right both the decade it's it's hard to yeah i mean it, it, if it did look 80s for most of its run to me mm. uh, in terms of visuals mm. so mm. yeah i don't know i don't know where to put it in i think 80s yeah. And the other thing is, I think that actually in terms of a, a mechanism to move the plot forward, I, I just think that Malcolm in the Middle is a better device um, sure. in, yeah. in that if you think about it, if he were to done, I think David mentioned as well, like we should do Seinfeld and that would have been <laughs> super funny, but it would have been much harder to move the plot along because they would have had to do all the Seinfeld tropes to make it feel authentic yeah. before they could start to like move the plot along, which we got with like the, the, the bring people over for dinner scene and all this sort of stuff that those mm. sitcoms felt very original, but not a lot happened plot wise in those. Right. And this one, they needed to move the plot forward to set up the third act. So Malcolm, the middle one, getting to talk to the, uh, to the audience yeah. that moves it along. Second, it, there, Malcolm, the metal never had a sitcom format outside of talking into the, the camera and the fact that the kids were always getting into trouble. Right. Yeah, yeah. So they could cover that up super quickly and still have the plot points that we needed to move forward. So I think part of it was convenience, which is kind of a shame in some ways, but, uh, but I kind of get it when they did it. Well, it is, it's up to them. They could have done episodes of, you know, one hour long episodes and they didn't have to speed up. <laughs> but I guess, you know, every, every sitcom is a half an hour episode, right? You, you, mm. you can't, you can't really justify if you're going to say you, you'll copy sitcoms, you're not going to do yeah. Here's an hour long episode. It's only usually the last episode of every single sitcom. There's an extra, you know, a little longer if just to lucky. tie up all the loose ends. Mm. Right, right. Enough of how it looks and what it feels like. Um, mm -hmm. Right. So we've done the intro, which is funny enough. Um, if we're going, going through the plot now, um, the intro, the only character, if you notice, with, um, so they all get their names, you know, like Wanda Maximoff, but then the only one to get something special is Pietro. Maximoff as himself, which again, for the audience, like, look, it is him. It's not somebody dresses as Pietro. It's not a dead body, or is it? Um, it's really him. You know, it's it's it is from a different. It looks different, but that's him. Um, right. So, what, do we want to talk about? Hmm, where should we start this? There's so much. It's like I don't even know what's important and what's not anymore in that one. There's just so much. Dude, just a bit of the, the Easter eggs, because there's a. I think yeah. the Easter eggs actually tie to the theories more than they have in the past. So I think that'll naturally mm. lead us into it. Who wants to pick the first one? I, I, I think I like to go with an Easter egg that made me laugh. Um, I actually can't remember what YouTube channel picked up on that one. Um, which, so it, it's, it's close to the beginning. I think it's the, the first scene when they're all in the house and they're getting ready to go out for trick-and-treating and i like the pietro one i think it's a bit of a rich but the tattoo one i don't know if people have noticed that one mm. um there's a bunch of videos out there <laughs> so mm. i'm not i don't think i'm the only one who sort of agree with that one but pietro's got a, a, a tattoo that spells out mom on his left shoulder yeah <laughs> it's like and at an angle it also could look like h-o-m and people are like look 
House of M. Mm. And I went, ooh, that's a cool one. That's a cool <laughs> one. But I feel like I'm reaching, even though I watched a couple YouTube videos on this and I read a couple uh, blogs about it and I'm still feeling like it's, uh, it's a bit of a weird one. But let's let's say it was made on purpose. It was just the angle. And it's really got a, a mum <laughs> mm-hmm. tattoo there. And I don't know if it's a fake one. I don't know if it's a real one. And that's what, that's why I'm, I'm putting that Easter egg as a, maybe easter egg and i think i just get rid of it it's on my list let's just move on <laughs> let's not pay too much attention to that one um but the other easter egg that i thought was cool was the um when they reminisced about going out um trick-or-treating in well wakanda in wakanda in <laughs> sokovia <laughs> which is a weird thing also because what was sokovians uh trick-or-treat it wasn't trick or treating, was it? She said something like, "Do you something remember that boy? Else. That boy who used to steal your something or other?" No, that's that's much further. That's when they oh, talk okay. about um, it's when they talk about being in um, what was it um, in an orphanage? I think that's they're dressed up. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, so I think I think it's still part of the beginning, and you see you see them as young kids, Pietro and Wanda, um, and funny enough, they are dressed as Black Widow and Nick Fury. And I think if you, I, 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 I was like. I didn't pay attention to it, and I went on second viewing. I went, "Oh shit, yeah, they did." Yeah, they did. yeah. it's Nick Fury. Look at that. Um, <laughs> so I thought that was a sweet, sweet little, little, you know, little nudge to to both of them who are gone. <laughs> well, Fury's alive. Well, no, no, no Fury will be back, and <laughs> Fury's and getting his own show. Yeah, <laughs> which is about damn time too. Yeah. Did you guys pick up on anything else around there? I think there's there's so many again there's there's so many little ones. Um, there, there was the one again. I don't know if it's like the tattoo, uh, and I don't know if you noticed that. There's one point where Vision's about to head out to go on um, uh, patrol around the town, and he goes yeah. like this with his arm, like an X. Well, and so people are like, "Look, X Men." <laughs> there's a huge one there. It's like, yeah. And my just totally offers like is is Pietro have does Pietro have like the Wolverine hairdo, or is that am but I just reading too much? He's got that? he's got a Wolverine hairdo, but he that's isn't that also his hairdo in Chris. the comics? Yeah, right? yeah, it is. Okay, fine. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. sure about that. Okay, fine, 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 fine. Which which I had the same reaction than you. I went, oh look, Wolverine, and then I went, no, actually, I, I did look up um, pictures of old Pietro because I, I I was watching. I was looking at um, their old costumes in the in the old comics. You know, this looks obviously again. That's another, not another Easter egg of them being dressed the way they are. Yeah. They use the the Halloween episode to put that in there. You know, the the vision vision looks like a, a traffic light. Um, <laughs> and then what was the other one? Yeah, well, Wanda saying that she looks like an old Sokovian um, story, fortune no, teller. Fortune teller, which actually her mom is one apparently in the yeah. comics, right? Yeah. Um, again, little Easter egg there. It was, it was fun. Not not an Easter egg, but a little Marvel criticism. When yeah, he's no. like, "Oh yeah, I'm dressed as a Mexican wrestler," I'm like, "Ah, that actually attracts Mexican wrestlers do dress that way." But then he's <laughs> like, "Like say something in Spanish or something." He's like, "Chile con carne," and I was like, "I nearly slapped Kevin Feige right there, man." I was like, "Dude, Chile con carne is not Mexican. It's it's not even close to Latino." <laughs> like. Oh, that bugged me so much. You know, you know, you know what? Brown I, blood I, boiled that day, buddy. I, I almost wet my pants. <laughs> and I knew you were going to pick up on it. I knew you were going to, because it's the no. equivalent of them going like, I'm dressed like as a Frenchman. And then he goes like, I love French fries. It literally is the equivalent of that. It's, it's the equivalent of that. But then also reminds me every time I went to the Canary Islands where my wife is from. 
and you've got um and you used to go out especially that's pre-kids right and we used to go out and and where all the brits go on holiday and then you've got like all the drunks walking around going oh i speak spanish and you're like gone <laughs> it's like oh, chili con carne you're like nah well yes it is spanish sure but that's not tell you the only place that comes from is from a can dude <laughs> so it does not come from mexico or lesser the rest of latin america i did think about you when, when that happened i was like i'm sure jc is about oh. to slap his tv <laughs> I, I i paused and i was like Let's carry on. <laughs> but I had to take breathe a breath. In, breathe in, breathe out. Come on now. You know better, buddy. Uh, all righty. Right. So, um, any other Easter eggs? I think it might, mine's a bit further down in the storyline. Um, uh, no, I kind of want to come back to like the House of M thing. So I'm going to throw on. this out there. I'm kind of not in the House of M like boat anymore. Like I, I, I feel like if they do it, I'm kind of going to be a little bit upset. Um, you know how Marvel because, does it? They always, take, they always take inspirations from stories and then they tweak them and they, they go with the slightly different. differ to the, the original material. So mm. it's not, I don't think they'll, they'll full on stick to that. I hope not, man, because it, it's like if Mephisto shows up outside of like the nerdy theories we have, the show doesn't actually give us anything to believe that really like it doesn't set up the character in any way for the payoff to be there we're like oh look it happened it's like i'm not emotionally invested in mephisto showing up because i don't perceive in any threat from him right i think, I, think I, I, I don't feel that in any way they're doing the, it, might, it might be that that character shows up but not at the end of this show um i think they'll do if it is Mephisto. I think they'll do what they've done with Thanos, which the first few movies or the first few Avengers films, he's not really mentioned. You, what you see is the people that are working for that, are doing his bidding. That you know, like Loki was doing work for him. Yeah, you got a couple scenes where you see like a purple guy, and but you don't really know. Well, you, you do know who he is, but like he's not. It's not really the first threat you're thinking about. It's like, well, Loki is trying to take over planet Earth, or you think you're thinking. Um, the winter soldiers, the guy who's the bad guy. And then, you know, he's got all this all Ultron. So it's not maybe he, maybe he'll be the end game, you know, he'll be the big baddie, but we, we, we only get a bunch of reference to him, you know, like there's that scene in, in, in one episode when they in, in that church and there's the painting of the devil behind them in WandaVision. So that's sort of a reference to it. But actually, what was we talking about? Um, Mephisto as a baddie. The, the one thing I do also agree is that I, I don't know if he's going to be the bad guy. Um, and there's a lot of, again, other YouTube videos that are um, talking about this is that obviously Marvel belongs to Disney and Disney wants, at the end of the day, they want to make that cash. And right now the biggest market for, um, you know, cinema tickets and, and subscriptions uh, is China. And in China, you're not actually allowed to have anything that has to do with religion. You know, any religious um, references in your movies will be banned. Um, so having the devil himself as a baddie sort of would be a bad move for Marvel because they'll, they'll be maybe not losing the market in China, but they'll be in serious trouble with trying to justify the use of that guy. Um, you, see, you know, it's like there's a bunch of stuff like that. The laws are super strict in China. You know, like not allowed to have talking animals, for example. <laughs> so, do you remember the movie Babes with little talking pigs and animals in the farm? That's banned in China. So, imagine that with with the devil, where <laughs> where um, where you have something that is even more um, 
you know, it's, it's not only China. There's a lot of cultures around the world, but the devil just being mentioned is something that is maybe not banned, but you know, frowned upon. It's not maybe well received. But I think it's something that they'll be able to sidestep, to be honest, because they, I, I think the two biggest, um, well, three, they've made three um, steps to avoid getting into trouble with the Chinese market. Mm-hmm. One was changing the name of Captain America to the first Avenger. Yep. So, it, so that it didn't have America in the title. Um, uh, what was the second one? Um the second one was um, in Doctor Strange. Um, what is her name? Oh, in the... Doctor Strange, they had the Chinese doctor, right? Showing up there, like an, an extra four minutes of something else. I don't know if it was in the, Doctor Strange. Well, the Sorceress Supreme is played by a white woman, and oh, she's yeah, not it's... from Tibet. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 that's right. Where, that's right. Where she is in the comics, and that's obviously because uh, China doesn't believe Tibet should be recognized as anything other than part of China. Um, And then there were things that they did to sort of minimize the fact that um, Black Panther was full of black people (laughs) because large swaths of of not only China, but large swaths of Asia um, just aren't very accepting of black people on screen. That's why Star Wars removed John Boyega from the posters, right? Exactly. Exactly. And, and I'd say, David, that's an extremely nice way of putting it because yeah. it, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's flat out racism. Uh, yeah. But yes, oh, yes. I, I, I agree that they're, they're going to make adjustments. And also the associations with the color red are going to come into play because yeah. uh, that's a very important color in China. And if it's mm-hmm. associated with like a demon and stuff, that might not play well. But Which they is, did have that demon yeah. in the beginning of Thor who actually yeah. ends up saving the day in a weird way, even though he's destroying. Um, oh, the, Thor, the, the, the second Asgard. one? Uh, the third uh, Ragnar- uh, is it called Ragnarok? Ragnarok. The third yeah, one, yeah, yeah Ragnarok. Yeah, the third one. Uh, there's a demon at the start. Thor's hanging mm-hmm. upside down, and the demons. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because that could be that. That I mean, I'm that's, that's weird, Mephisto, yeah. but that could be Mephisto if you really want yeah. it to be. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. a good point. But yeah. it's uh, so it's it's funny. All that thing sort of ties up with who I think now is going going to be the. Um, the paddy was uh, Mephisto's brother, Nightmare. But again, that's in the theories later on. Um, if you want to jump into that now, but I guess so. So it's not his second cousin. I could have sworn it's going to be a second cousin, dude. It's like you know, <laughs> Marvel second cousin. cousins, man. It's like, second cousins, yeah, sure. Why not? Dangerous. <laughs> no, no, we straight up brother. None of that second cousin stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> anyone else got a, an Easter egg apart from that? I've got I've got a couple more I could mention. I go uh, for it, man. That's that, all I got. That made me laugh. Um, which I think again, the, the the one that is like the 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 Easter egg inside of an Easter egg, which the 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 conversation between Wanda and Pietro when they are outside in the middle of all that conversation, very deep questioning of Pietro and Wanda questioning Pietro back. Um, the kids are excited to go and pick up some more candies and they're like, okay, let's go together, you know, and then Pietro says, oh, kick ass. And then Wanda says, kick ass. Oh, and that's like yeah. Easter egg inside of an Easter egg. That's an amazing Easter egg. <laughs> and I was like, when, <laughs> it, when, yeah. he, when, when she said it, I went, oh, kick ass. <laughs> and then Ellie was watching, looking at me like, huh? <laughs> so for those who don't know, um, <laughs> both of the um, Pietros, 
or Quicksilver's yeah. were in Kickass, so they're like best friends in Kickass, I think, if I remember well. Yeah. Uh, Kickass belongs to Marvel, but it's not in the MCU universe. Well, sorry, the MCU, not MCU universe. I'll be repeating myself. Uh, some people were excited about it, and they were like, "Oh, look, that means they're gonna put um, Kickass in the MCU." I'm like, "Nah, they'll get, they'll get, they get roasted into sex." But <laughs> the funny thing is also oh. so apart from the two Quicksilver's being in Kickass, and they both. Um, Quicksilvers and the director of Kikas is also the director for X Men Days of Futures Past. So it's like a, an Easter egg within an Easter egg of Easter egginess, which I thought was pretty cool. And I'm sad also that I'm the only one who got it whilst I was watching it. And, you know, we're all sat on the sofa. I was like, <laughs> Kikas, you know, no, they didn't get it. <laughs> um, and then the other one, which is, which is, um, Again, within the conversation between Wanda and Pietro, and then Wanda is trying to see if, if it is the real Pietro she's talking to, and then she is, you know, asking a question where she's to me, I think, men- mentioning the uh, the X Men indirectly, and uh, the mm-hmm. questions about the orphanage, with orphanage mm-hmm. when they grew up after the parents uh, died, mm-hmm. and. I agree with that. I think she was mentioning um, what's his face, Professor Xavier's school um, mm. for gifted kids or whatever it's called. Yep. Uh, and then she mentioned the kid with a skin condition. <laughs> and I was like, well, there's a bunch of guys that have skin conditions and yeah. the X-Men, you know. So right there, I was like, yeah, that's definitely, definitely. They, they're trying to do this little thing where they're dropping X-Men references all throughout the episode. Mm. And I think that was maybe the obvious one. Yeah. Although, although the the dude in um, Deadpool is it Colossus, the, the yeah, guy made of metal. He's mm-hmm. got a skin yeah. condition, and he's if I'm not mistaken, I, I may be wrong, but isn't he Russian? Which would make it like yeah. somewhat adjacent to Sokovia. So that and, and that he's 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 in in the MCU. Bang! That was my Deadpool. Now, you see my Deadpool connection from last week. <laughs> should have come if in. if Deadpool's a big bad, I'd be so happy. Uh, 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 yeah. so happy. Lose. Lose my shit. <laughs> um, I had one from a similar point in the show during that conversation. I can't remember exactly what he says. I need to rewatch it with subtitles or something. But um, Quicksilver brings up Shangri La, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, believed to be a fictitious place, uh, like a temple, um, which was actually founded by Vision himself. <laughs> so that's another so, so that's reference. like his his like fortress of solitude sort of thing kind of yeah yeah and know, he was right? meant to sort that. of the, the ironic thing is he was meant to um he supposedly discovered the secrets of life there and he sought to keep it like the whole place a secret so some people believe it's fictitious yeah. and some people obviously believe it's a real place but it's, it's an interesting parallel to the hex and whether it's real or not. And then also mirrors what um, Wanda's trying to do with the hex by keeping it as some kind of sacred place. Um, but I thought that was, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Nice. Interesting. Dude, I, I didn't catch that one at all. Nice. And did, did anybody get anything from, and, and I haven't looked into this yet, but from the kids' costumes, like outside of Nick Fury and, and Blackwater, like the kids, the, the regular kids' costumes, was there the kids, anything the kids, there? The kids are sticking now? to the color, okay. the color, the original colors from the from the comics. I mean, like one is green, the other one is blue, and that's about it. 
Oh no, not those kids. The other kids. Yeah, the, 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 the new kids that just showed up. Mm. Yeah, that showed up. I, I didn't get a chance to really look at the costumes, but I remember like a pirate costume. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, no, there's a bump. There's a bee costume. Someone has, yes, a and bee. it's like uh, it's wasp. It's, it would be a yeah, it'd be a reach. <laughs> oh no, yeah, I think it would be a reach. I don't think there was anyone that uh, um I did. There was um a video again another YouTube video, but the the guy was like, no, there's there's nothing. I don't think that guy found anything. I don't think anyone else has made any videos about it. So <laughs> I don't think there was anything to that. The the one that is funny though that I did look up because somebody um actually actually on on a um Instagram page shout out to him said hey, look there's a, there's one there in the li- on the license plate Agnes license plate where she's at the mm-hmm. at the stop and like it says A O A no so. O A one B two C or you could read it D A one so I've read that down but um they said oh, that's a code the hex code for red and I was like hmm let's mm. look that up so hex code is what the code is for if you go into Photoshop uh, every single degree of color has a different code so if you want to use that same exact same color into another Photoshop like we do for our Instagram account you just copy that code onto the Yonex project and that will be the exact same um grade of color um used twice so somebody said yeah license plate is the code for red i don't know i I did look it up and i couldn't find it on 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 photoshop i I did copy it and i went oh right (laughs) so maybe it could be on uh, another software but if somebody knows that please let me know because it's not a photoshop thing to me Hmm. Because um, we we really care, so please get back to us and really like know. clear this up. This JC, this is the sort of shit that gets in my brain. Inquiring minds want to know people. It could be like um HTML or some sort of web script. Could be color, HTML because those also, are yeah. slightly different, aren't they? So the Photoshop one start with that starts with a hashtag. Mm. Um, and then a bunch of letters and, and numbers, but I, I think that one is there's no hashtags anyway. Doesn't matter. I think this one is a bit of a again another stretchy reach if you want. A little bit, little bit, a little bit. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. I think we don't we we've, we've got enough um, historics for now. Let's move let's on go. to theories. Yes, because that's what you want to talk about, JC. Yes. Um, did, did did we want to go? Was it for theories that you guys said maybe we should go and 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 um take one theory or a theme or something that we will take with us to our grave and say, look, this is something I believe is happening and I will stick to it until I die. Even after we get answers, I will stick to it. Is, was, that, was that you, um, Dave, who mentioned that, right? I think you said we should, no, we no, should no. try that. I, I don't mind. I agree. I, I don't mind doing it for sure. Should, 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 should we go with theories we will take with us to our grave? <laughs> This is where you splice in like the the entry the, the the score to Game of Game of Thrones, and we call it Game of Theories. Game of Theories. New Bang. pods. New pod segment. Oh no! On the spot. Okay, cool. <laughs> Let, let's do that. Right, so. <laughs> um. Hmm. Who's Khaleesi? Where did that come with it? I'm, I'm, I'm just. I'm just <laughs> I think I think I mean I've I've got a bunch of th- stuff that I wrote down on our, on our doc which was funny but um th- there's one theory that um, again had to do with Mephisto and Nightmare and how they link Oh wait to no everyone, stop but, hold on yeah. But Wanda is Khaleesi If you think wait hold on wait wait for it she, she's basically being gaslit this entire this entire yes. series mm-hmm. as was Khaleesi she was just being given like all this information from different people, not knowing what to make of it, but still knowing that she had an urge and a purpose to do something, right? 
So not far off. Do you think they're copying? Do you think they're copying? That's not good. God, well, the question not. is: Is it are they going to are, are they going to flub it at the end the same way <laughs> oh, they did no, with Game, Game of Thrones, which I hope not. <laughs> I would like people are doing right now. Hashtag cancel Disney Plus. You know that's the thing apparently. Yeah, the Gina no, I want, Carano. I want, thing. There's too much, too much good stuff. I can't. I yeah, can't. that's a that's a <laughs> separate episode. That's another on, topic. On, yeah, that's another on, episode. On right? stars doing stupid stuff after they've gotten their big break. It's just uh, all these years you worked so hard and you just, messed it up with a tweet. Congrats. For no um, reason. <laughs> anyways, so let's get into the theories. Let, let's make that a segment, right? So everybody mm. has their own kind of like universal theories that that we will come back and defend or crush to we, a smithering we nothing. We will be able to verify. That's the fun part. I think, yes. Dave, you, you, you can, actually, you can start because you're sticking to yeah. the same. You're sticking to the Go same one, right? Go on. Always. I mean, to be honest, this episode has me like hanging by a hair and I have mm. no hair. So um, my theory was, is, and will always be that wonder isn't 100% in control, that there is some external party um, influencing her or involved in some way because even if we are to believe what uh monica said when she came when she was expelled from the hex it's wonder it's all wonder um and we've now seen wonder um manipulate the hex in two ways adding the red shield and expanding its range um there's still some things in there that kind of give me hope for my theory still uh, and one of them is Quicksilver and the way he's acting, Pietro. He's still, he's behaving in such a strange antagonistic manner. And um, as you said, when you were going through the plot, um, he said Vision can't die twice, but he also says he doesn't remember anything. Uh, he doesn't remember anything between, he mentions, is it the 70s or the 80s? Hmm. And then he, but then he, um, he references Vision dying twice. He can't have both of those notions and be honest or truthful. But he, he can't because also he said like last thing he remembers is getting shot and then hearing Wanda's voice calling for him. And, and like, she wasn't anywhere near him. Exactly. But then it's like, okay, so what happened? Like, in, in that time, Vision died. Like you wouldn't remember that. You wouldn't know exactly. that. So, yeah. Exactly. So there's something up with him. Um, and then, yeah, what was the other one? What was the other one? What was the other one? Um, someone else being in control still. Oh, Agnes? Uh, Agnes, yes. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Um, the way Agnes behaved when she was freed from Wanda's powers. Right? If we're to believe that uh, her and Herb are, we are being, all of us are, all of us are being controlled by wonder why is it that they are able to break character and norm couldn't break character and those people on the outskirts can't break character right because even if she is controlling them which is what we're led to believe is that her her power isn't reaching out to all of these people um and that's why the further you get away from her and the center of the hex the less power she has over them why aren't they just showing more agency then those would be my dun, dun, questions dun. Um, and yes that that's that's my corner and i'm sticking to it 
Jason. All right, Tomas Arnal, or do you want oh, you to want, go? You, uh, I, I, I can go. I, 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 uh, I'm happy to go. Yeah. Uh, if you don't have one, you have one? Uh, no, I've, I've got one, which, uh, okay. <laughs> I'll, try, I'll try and, and, and be as concise as possible. Um, I think to me, we're going to get, that's the one, I, I know we'll get an answer fairly soon within the next three weeks, but I'm sticking with the theory that we we'll, are going to get Doctor Strange. That's going to be the big. Um, okay cameo not the reveal. No, yeah the reveal well not the reveal of the body but the reveal of well dr strange is gonna um step in to yeah. give a hand um okay. and there's so there's this there's the one reason where um which the last shot of the episodes of episode six um sort of you know sort of pointed me towards that that theory and i was like do this like director haywood had a, a grip again a sort of grip or understanding of the situation and he was there controlling and making sure everything wasn't getting out of hand and then the last thing you see from him is him literally driving away shitting himself if you will um and losing control of the situation um meaning that he now or we will need the situation will need um somebody who is a hell of a lot more powerful and on the same sort of turf than wonder so as in magic powers and somebody that can regulate or um play with reality also because you know that's this one of the, the famous saying from dr strange in was it infinity war thing when he's talking to tony stark and it's like you know and tony stark goes what do you do and he's like well um um make sure you're you not know, controlling your reality or something or something in that effect so he he's also able to control things happening around him and he's got the time stone you know he can rewind if something goes too crazy um so i think you know and you need a wizard and also because obviously one division is going into uh, dr strange too so i think that would be a nice link um and uh, and 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 so the, the one which is a bit uh, part of the same theories which is i think to me is a bit of a rich again but i like reaching today i don't know why um and it's a theory that I've seen going around and, uh, and I started to think about it is the, um, the relationship with Agnes, which will lead to having um, Dr. Strange, which is linked to Dr. Strange. So we know Agnes is a witch or we can assume she's a witch. I mean, she's it's sort of been shown in the episode when she got switched on <laughs> and laughed like a witch. Um, so but every time she's mentioning her husband, um, what's the name of the husband again? Ralph. Yeah, Ralph. Um, like in episode one or two, I can remember nothing is in episode one when she says, Oh, the only t- the only date that Ralph will remember is the 5th of June. So the 5th of June is the uh Salem, the witch, no, what's it called? This witch is Salem witches trial. Um, and so that would link that you know she is a witch, obviously. And part of the trial, in the, I think in the comics, she gets um burnt alive, like all the witches are getting burnt alive. So one of the theories that she's getting burnt alive and she's like, well, actually, she, I don't want to die. Like, and she doesn't have the power. She can't use her power at that point because she's dying. So she's asking for any higher power to go, hey, like, help me out and I'll be yours forever. I'll be doing your bidding. The only one that is replying is Mephisto. He's the only one that's like, hey, yeah, you're a witch. Uh, I could use your services. So you're now mine. So they are bound to each other. So Mephisto says, look, I'll help you. I'll kill everyone that's trying to kill you right now. <laughs> but you're mine. You've got to do my biddings when the time comes. Um, so 
and that's where you have to go back into Doctor Strange and the ancient one who says she uses the time stone to, you know, she's about to die and she says she's using the time stone to go into the future or go around time and um, look at different potential threats and then act upon those threats before they become a real, something that is out of control. Um, mm. So you can assume that maybe she saw Mephisto or Nightmare um, and she said, look, these guys could be trouble, so I'm going to cast a spell on those guys. And as long as I'm alive, they can't do shit. Then she died. <laughs> and then mm. let's again assume it's a massive rich. I'm stretching as hell. But let's assume that those um, casts that she spelled, or those spells she cast sorry, um, upon anyone were transferred to Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange is there. He's doing his thing. He's carrying on. He's somehow somewhat aware of those guys but he's like okay they, they got a spell on them they're cool they're not being in trouble bang he got snapped what happened those guys are now free again mm-hmm. Whew, I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> so they're free again and they're free to roam around and go hey there's uh that wonder there that she's crazy she's got powers well you know she's there she can uh she can help us out with uh taking over the world um and now, bang, they've attached themselves, you know, with the help of Agnes onto Wanda. And now Wanda is under the spell of Mephisto slash Nightmare. And that's why Doctor Strange will come back, because now he's seen those guys are back again. Well, our Nightmare is there, and he's got to take care of these guys. And bang, you got your Nightmare guy at the end of WandaVision before Doctor Strange 2. And bang, because that big thing also the nightmare was the guy who was supposed to be the big baddie in doctor strange 2 uh, that was sort of confirmed a long long time ago so that sort of links everything together so if you manage to follow me in my thinking and i see jc's face is like nah. <laughs> no i'm just processing dude that's a the lot process <laughs> no, it's it's a lot but again it's it's I, I think it's not going to happen but i'm gonna i'm gonna stick to that doctor strange coming up in the next i don't know okay. when I'm not saying it's going to be in the next episode, but I'm thinking, you know, maybe episode eight. No, so what you said is not mutually exclusive to what David said, right? It, it's giving yeah. more, like it's it's a it's a way of 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 confirming what David just said a few minutes ago. Um, my only hang up with that, this it tracks like that could that could be in a comic book easily, yeah. Yeah. is that mm-hmm. you'd have to start the next episode setting all that up for it to deliver like yes. there's so much plot to advance while still maintaining the sitcom model still like checking in on like sword and stuff so i'm not saying that it's not possible i'm saying that what you're saying might play out across wandavision yeah. and dr strange yes because yes. you yeah. need exactly. more time to play all that exactly. out but it's yeah. it's you you, you can it would explain a lot in, you can start in one in one division it doesn't have to pay off just now but also remember this, the, mm. well, th- there was a bunch of um, on-set photos that got leaked last year or two years ago of um, the actress that plays Agnes dressed as a witch. Not the same costume that we've seen in, in, the, in episode six, something a lot more an- ancient. Um, and it's clearly her, it's not, it's not, they're not fake. So I think they did film something to, to do with her like going slightly in the past and her being a witch witch, an actual real witch. So... I think that could be linked to that. Maybe that's going to be footage that's never going to be used for WandaVision. Maybe that, that'll be used, if, if, if this is true, right? Mm. Um, that could be used much later on in, in maybe Doctor Strange or pff, Captain Marvel too. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. Or never. 
Or maybe the actress just decided to dress up as the witch one day to like oh, basically she's a, she's, she's troll everyone. Yeah. Maybe she's just you, never, yeah. you never know. Uh, okay, cool. No, dude, but I like it. Dude, that, that's you did some deep research for that one. Buddy. <laughs> well, that was I'm very impressive. But, but I, I, yeah, like you said, I do agree with um, to an extent with with Dave with with his theory of of who's controlling who. So yeah. I don't think it's just one that there's more to it. What you got? So I've adjusted my last theory uh, just for the sake of uh, anybody that didn't tune into the previous ones. My theory initially was that Wanda in within her hex, all the people that are in the hex will become mutants. They'll yep. be scattered across the U.S. and Falcon and Winter Soldier have to go track them down. And Loki is going to go back in time and try to fix stuff at some point based on what happened. Kind of. Um, I'm now kind of, I'm adjusting that because I think I got caught up in the X-Men. Like this this is our passage to X-Men the same way that like, we're also talking about like, this is our way of getting our next big bad Mephisto. Mm -hmm. Um, And I agree a hundred percent that Wanda's not in control. That I'm super agree with, but I'm coming back to what is the episode? What is the series about? And the series is called Wanda and Vision. At, at the end of the day. So it has yeah. to be about them is my view. Mm-hmm. And, and, my, and, and I look at their arcs and if you look at who has the, um, the classic arc, right? Of like character discovers something about themselves, has mm-hmm. a reason to do something, then goes do it. The only person that has a true arc is vision is my view. Yeah. Like all of the rest are seem to be going along, but they're not growing or changing. But vision from the get-go has been questioning. The questioning is increasing. And then to me, this episode was the breakthrough. Vision can't go back now. He, he can't go back to just acting normal. He can, that it's impossible because of what he's gone through. So now it sets up the third act for Vision to do something for Wanda to react to, right? So it's gotta be somehow caught up in the two of them. So my theory now is kind of that Vision is gonna set forward a chain of events that Wanda isn't in control of either because he's somehow going to stand between what Wanda's doing and who's controlling her. And we'll get an inkling as to who is the background player in the same way that Thanos was set up to your point earlier, David, of like, we knew about Thanos earlier, uh, but he wasn't a big player. He was just kind of like pulling the strings, right? Why I think that we don't get Mephisto in this series, but we do get Mephisto in, and this is tied to what you said, Tom, in the Doctor Strange movie, Funny enough is because Sam Rainey is is directing that. Like, who yeah. would you rather get to 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 like direct like a demonic possession of some sort than <laughs> Sam Rainey? Is like he's just that's his thing, man. And and Marvel has not done horror ever really yeah. at, at this scale. So it's like Sam Rainey is perfectly set up because if you think about it, when you think Sam Raimi and the Marvel world, it's like you think Spider Man. Why would you cast him? For, or sorry, why would you bring him in for a director for? Doctor Strange. So, so now to me, it's like, all oh, right, they're getting set, set up for like this big, like demonic moment or some sort, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so then what happens for me at the end of this series is Vision is somehow in peril or becomes lost to Wanda. She is no longer yeah. with him. She no longer has him in the hex and she tears across universes to mm-hmm. find him. And to your point, I mean, this I 100% agree with, and Doctor Strange shows up to then go, let's go find your husband. And then we leave it there and we, and we set up the movie. Ah, uh, yes. I like that. So, like that. so, so that, that, that's my only take at this because I'm just trying to like, coming back to like, 
what is this actually about? Because it's what I want it to be, and I desperately want it to be the X Men, but it won't. Mind, I don't think. Keep it in will. mind, they, they have they have mentioned that at the end of the last episode, that the ending of One Division is going to be super emotional, and uh, yeah. and you know, so they, they, there's going to be something happening with Vision, I guess. Um, yeah, that's, I think I, Yeah, I think that's kind of you can see that coming after episode six. You can see that coming, kind of a mile yeah. off. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I like that theory as well. I do like that theory. Um, I'm not sure that's what the multiverse of madness would be about, just because I I don't think the resolution to a vision search is strong enough to carry a film, mm. if you know what I mean. Good point. But yeah, I I, I can I can understand her joining forces with Doctor Strange. Um, I could also see. Um, it being the other way and them actually uh, having some conflict across the multiverse uh, just because um, she's a I've forgotten oh, yeah, I know the word you're Nexus for. being Nexus, or whatever yes. yeah. yeah she's um, the same in all um, in all know, all universes all oh. she's the same across all universes so you know how, how, how some, some, some characters like um, what was it um Actually, what's an example for it? That thing was uh, Gamora. Gamora. So when when they went back in time and Gamora didn't know, um, does that count? I'm not sure that counts because that was back in time rather than across universes. Mm -hmm. Spidey is the Spider-Man example. Spider-Man's always different every every universe, right? Yeah, Yeah, like just take yeah, just take the 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 animated into the Spider-Verse, which is yeah, yeah, exactly that. So um, Wanda will be the same character over and over again across all through them all, which is quite cool. Yeah, I, I like to think I'm a nexus too. Yeah, yeah. And, and just to, to to tweak a little bit, the 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 one that I nearly threw out was, and mm-hmm. to your point, David, that I think it made me rec- like reconsider it. Is that one? It ends with still there's a loss, whether Vision gets lost to the multiverse or mm-hmm. she truly loses him, like he dies finally and mm-hmm. completely. Mm-hmm. Um, that Wanda becomes a big bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wanda's actually a big bad, and then it's actually Doctor Strange shows up to go go find her across the multiverse, yeah. and she like just tear was again still tears open the multiverse, but more like I'm gonna go find just a bunch of visions everywhere, just kind of goes a little bonkers, mm-hmm. um, and because she can, at your point, she's Nexus, then that mm-hmm. that would track actually, because that was my point. It's like, well, if she goes finding, she's gonna find herself, but yeah, no, that that mm-hmm. could work. Go find, yeah. yeah, yeah, nice one. Um, I like right, I like it. that was a good one. We got, we got, we got the good stuff. We we can revisit that. I think at the end of episode nine to see who was right, who was wrong, who was sort of right, mm-hmm. and who was sort yeah. of wrong. Let's move on to the themes, or maybe question time. To copy yeah. the BBC question time. We, like we, question we've got time. a few more questions. <laughs> um, who wants to go first? I Could think I? there's somebody who's got a question about pain. Somebody's in pain. What you got? Uh, that was my question, but David can go first. That was a question. Go on. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so, Wu and Monica have driven off to find this engineer. Yep. We theorized who it might be in the last episode. Uh, uh, so I think we suggest we. I think I said it. Pro- it's probably not Captain Marvel because of the way that she responded when her name was mentioned. Uh, I brought up the idea of Reed Richards because we know the Fantastic Four are being introduced at some point. Yeah. Uh, Victor Von Doom is a stretch. Um, JCU suggested Ironheart. Um, and I think a while back you also suggested Wasp, I believe, is a um, 
is a aerospace engineer. Um, but I want ah. to throw another name in based on the internet. Uh, I've seen images of people suggesting it could be Beast. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, Beast. Ah. That could be one. So that would be another way for them to start introducing X Men into that the would take, that would certainly take universe. all the boxes, right? Mm. And 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 he's in pre Beast mode, so he's just brainy at this point. But we see him become Beast at some point in the next series or whatnot. Yeah, maybe maybe not. Don't know, but mm. yeah. Well, I guess this 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 one we'll, we'll actually find out in episode eight. Hopefully, oh, seven. Seven. So. Yeah. But who do you guys think it would be? I think it's going to be Beast. I think just for the fact of, of the crossing over of all um, everything that is going to be, you know, everything X Men and and in terms of timeline and the way you could introduce the character into the into the story, like he's pre Beast. Uh, maybe he's going to get into the hex and become Beast. You know, that's what that, that's what could happen. Maybe he's going to go and drive with with in the machine and somehow it doesn't work as it's supposed to, and then he also gets. Um, mm. mutant powers yeah yeah that could that could, that could be that be- because it, it avoids the the fi- the fantastic four had to go into outer space to get their powers mm. yeah this mm. just totally side like because ultimately like that never really mattered the fact they were in outer space it's just the fact they came back with powers and then and then really the, the plot kicks off for them right so that could mm. that could help that uh i <sighs> I think it's Reed Richards, uh, but who I wish it would be, um, kind of, kind of wishing that it would be Squirrel Girl, because she's you know, taking, like yeah. she's a, she's in computer science. She she's okay. super smart and does computer science. So mm, I'm like, it's not cool. a stretch that she could become like an, an aerospace <laughs> engineer. So like having Squirrel Girl show up and be like. I'm here to kick butts and eat nuts, and I'm all out of nuts. I'd be like so here uh, for that. Be, that would be funny as hell. Because be be she she ends up teaming up with Miss Marvel, right? Yeah, yes. she, she's yeah. In, she's in the new Champions run. Right. Yeah. Um, I started reading her comic just as pure curiosity because so many people had mentioned it. And so I, weird. I, yeah. I get the appeal of it. I really, really do. But then I kind of got bored of it after like the second trade. And then my daughter picked it up and she's like, this is so cool, daddy, read it to me. So I've been reading it to my daughter just to like, because she likes it. But as I'm reading it, it's actually kind of good. Okay. <laughs> it's the verts, if, if in the not in the subverting stereotypes of heroes stuff. Like she never like actually beats up any bad guys. She just convinces mm. them to like take a look at themselves and really ask themselves, "What do I really want from life?" <laughs> she does it, <laughs> and it's super funny how she does it. Uh, especially the Victor Von Doom one is like how she defeats Victor Von Doom. You have to read it. It's just super, super good. <laughs> oh, no, I need to find um, it. <laughs> I need to find out. <laughs> actually, Emily would get a kick out of it, dude. It, it's, uh, I'm, it's, I'm thinking it's, too. It's, it's legit. It. It's legit. Super good. But uh, that's so, the only. You know, outside of that i don't know you, you know who who it could be i think that would make sense in terms of um ma- not marketing but in terms of of introducing as many ips as possible is you know like reed richards i think is the one that could be the one that's the most convenient for Mar- yeah. to marvel because now you, you're talking about x-men a lot and people are expecting x-men and and they are coming you know um, joe morton for reed richardson do it you cowards nah. <laughs> um nah um, but the, so the, why the, not? The, <laughs> He's totally the right. I mean, well, you actually probably want to cast him younger. Yeah, yeah, old. Yeah. Good point. Good point. 
Um, but I think I think if if you get Reed Richards in there, then bang, you've got you've introduced Fantastic Four literally out of nowhere. It's like totally. it doesn't have to mm. be with with any powers at all just now. Yeah. You know, mm. like totally. that can be left for late when the movie comes out. But it's like, hey, look, he showed up in that mm. episode. That's yeah. it. That's it. You don't actually need to explain anything yeah. else. Like you know, you, you just need to um, name drop. Mm. That's yep. it. And you've done yep. you've done your your introduction work already um, for a later movie. So that's that's. To me, if I was uh, some, someone at Marvel, I'd be like, yeah, just, just get him in. Yeah, it, it, it won't be a, a, a major plot point. You're right. It, it's just an no. intro, a setup for later, for sure. Yeah. For just like, look, what, what you've done is you've introduced the guy. Everybody knows who, like, we all know who he is. You don't need to go and back and say, is he really, is, is he playing a double game? No, it's like, that's it. Straightforward. Yeah. The guy comes in. Boom. Any other Fair. questions? Uh, I, I do have one about, like, the pain thing. I, this this does bug me a lot, actually. That it, we're we're constantly being shown how people are in pain, mm-hmm. and if by the next episode they don't make Wanda somehow care about that, I'm going to be pissed because it's been said enough, and and it has to have implications. The fact that these every time I, I see the sitcom, the only thing I can think of now when I see the people are like they're all walking around in pain, like yeah. and they're and, and then and then. Wanda can sit and just like shoot to shit with Pietro and talk about like the good old days and stuff. And they're all really in pain. Like, and, and, and it's not like they sugarcoated it. Like maybe mm. one of them for some reason. No, no, no. They're all in it. And I'm like, how can that not matter more at this point? So I really hope in the next episode that becomes a, like a progression in the plot that we see her, whether care or not care or someone care or someone take joy in torturing them. Like one way or another, I need to see why that matters because they introduced it not as an Easter egg. They flat out said they're in pain. So that I was think, kind of bugging. I think they'll be, be addressed. Like it'll, it'll be addressed when um, whoever comes in to say, hey, you need to, you know, let's say, let's go with my theory of Dr. Strange dropping in and like, you know, and they're trying to argue with her about you need to stop. Um, and she, he could use the argument of saying, look, people are in pain. Or vision, vision might be the one saying, "Look, they're in pain. You need yeah. to chill." Um, yeah. But he already said that during their argument, because yeah. after did, he then, had the yeah. conversation with Norm, and then he's left and come back. I feel like he will be the one to it's to call her out on it. Same. But I think I think part of the reason why she hasn't immediately had a response to that is because the pain that they're feeling is her pain, and I doubt she, a funny thing about grief is sometimes you think you're the only one going through it. Mm-hmm. Like when you have a loved one die, it's like my, um, it's your pain. yeah, my yeah. husband died, my brother died, right? You don't think about the other people that were connected to him in this case, cause it's comic books. Like there aren't really any other great connections, but like, I think because they're literally feeling her grief it's difficult for her to sympathize with them at all because ultimately it's her grief they're feeling so whatever they're feeling she's feeling it even worse it, it would make sense because you remember that at the end of of and um, infinity war when she has to kill vision and the thing he says like oh mm. i just feel you and she's using her power over him to destroy the stone it's like i think that's sort of linked in a way there's um that they're feeling her pain yeah more than 
because I, I I also thought about it and I was like, actually, is she are they in pain because it's like torture, as in like they're f- she's physically controlling everyone. It's grief. But exactly, that's how, Mon- that, that's and, how Monica and, described exactly. it. She said it was exactly. grief, and she said she was feeling also. her grief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like, but exactly when Monica said, well, actually, it's her grief, and then mm. like, I, I sort of assume it was like, oh, it's pain of being physically controlled by someone mm. else and you your brain's telling you i want to do something else mm. but it's not yeah it's right it's, it's grief mm. i wonder how's the connection something i heard uh just yesterday uh, it was a another podcast uh was it a shout out to infinity pod um so you're right you're right it is grief and for some reason i kept associating with physical pain but it is which grief is physical pain as well right but yep. but you're right and but the only thing that I'll challenge is, is she feeling the pain? Because is are they just the, the like the container or the receptacle for her pain so she doesn't have mm. to deal with it and she's mm. just passing it on to them? Mm. And it ties like into- dilute, Diluting and, your pain. Correct. Mm. And, yeah. and, and, and this is what was mentioned in the podcast, but it connects to something else that did, they, they did say in the podcast, which was, what if, uh, and I lost it. <laughs> You can't stop, JC. <laughs> can't stop. We carry on. What if? And I totally lost what I was going to say. Ah, see, Wanda's controlling him. Wanda's She's controlling him. Oh, I can what see a tear running down the way. I know. Let's backtrack. What if, What if? by the way, which is a... Uh, Wait, a what was it? That was a really Plus. fucking good point, too. Let's see how right. we're so talking about pain. grief. It's, it, yeah, pain. Is it physical pain? pain? No, it's grief. They're it's feeling grief. her pain. How could she... Uh, why wouldn't she feel sympathy for them? Maybe it's because they're feeling her pain, so she would feel it more. Yeah, and she re- she'll release him from from when she blah 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 blah. blah. Well, she, when oh she no, that's it. Sorry, right, and I'm I'm back. I'm back. So yeah, yeah. five, four. No, I'm not cutting this. Oh, you're not cutting that. <laughs> no, no. Okay, fine. All right. Let's roll. Let's just make me look dumb. All right. <laughs> No, no, no! It's all it's it's all natural. It's a natural. It's organic podcast. It's an organic vegan Tuesday, dude. Hmm. <laughs> so, so, anyways, um, this is what they said in the podcast. Uh, it it was that every time that she somewhat started to question herself, mm-hmm. or like somewhat lose that control over the situation, she sees the dead version of Vision mm. or Pietro. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I wonder if that has something to do with it. That as she as she is bringing back the grief into herself by mm-hmm. starting to question these things, mm-hmm. that's when she has those hallucinations, and hence her grief is stored in them for now, right? Mm-hmm. So that that sorry, that was a connection. Long time mm-hmm. to get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. no, that makes sense. That, yeah, that's that a cool sense. one. Oh. Yeah. So mm. oh, that kind of came my go. question, which was which was uh, why is she seeing dead people. Yeah, I guess I guess that could make sense. Mm. Or maybe the whole time Bruce was just never looking at her. <laughs> no one got that one, really? really? No, I got it. I got it. <laughs> Lost. Six six cents. Uh, the six whole cents, movie, yeah. if you go back uh, and watch yeah. it, Bruce Willis never looks at anyone. <laughs> He's yeah, never having a never conversation does. with her. <laughs> Which is unbelievable. Um, right, I think I think I think we got everything right. On that, on that note, on that note, I got my last one. Uh, Both I, of you do. This... Yeah, I've got one as well. Oh, actually, no, then you go, David. Okay. Uh, so I always ask these kinds of very simple questions. I'm not going to save it for the ending this time. What happens if the twins leave the hex? Yeah, we don't know. They'd be so, alive, I think. 
I questioned uh, Vision. Will he just fall dead? He kind of just fell dead, even though he was getting sucked back in. He clearly can't survive outside of the hex. Can the twins survive outside of the hex? And if they can't, can Quicksilver survive out of the hex? <laughs> and this is where the for the listeners format just fell on this <laughs> and that's where you're going to watch us on YouTube what... <laughs> uh, for everybody out there uh, Tom and I were just nodding yeah. and agreeing and, at very different points it's <laughs> <laughs> clear that we're not in sync so Tom you go buddy and that's a segue to please subscribe to our YouTube channel <laughs> Uh, really sub uh, segue to well. Um, so Jason, do you have a final one or do you? Uh, yeah, Hydra. Uh, <laughs> I, I, my big question is like, is Hydra gonna show up? Because I really hope they don't. I really, I, I think we've we've done our Hydra business. I think Hydra can go hydrate somewhere else. Um, I, we are fully I, fully hydrated. I, I, I just don't want to say. <laughs> if you're fully hydrated it's like i just wanted someone different to show up it's mm, like hydra's yeah. been a constant theme i'm like come on let it go like we can let like the shields a bit like shield we had shield running through um like the the, the them as an organization yeah. through, um, running throughout all of the phases of the mcu it's like okay now we we had shield that's cool that we have swords. Yeah. It's now that's right. so there needs to be a different bad guy or like bad yeah. organization because because the the theories we did earlier like clearly set up the cosmic universal yeah. time yeah. traveling yeah. sort of element of this but there's going to yeah. be another element of this that comes out because clearly mm-hmm. hey and sorry that was one 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 annoyance with the show hayward is overacting now like hayward's just over the top like i was like but yes we can you're a bad guy he went full on a-hole in that yeah it, it's like, like let's turn it down big guy he also had that sympathetic moment where he said like you weren't here you didn't have to deal with people being snapped away and that's sort of why. a reminder of the way how bleak it was for people um, when for Ant Man came yep. back uh, during those five years uh, and actually looked at the world and all of the tributes to the millions and well billions of people that were snapped out of existence on planet Earth. So I, I think uh, as much as he did continue to act like an a hole, I think uh, he's also you have to remember that he had to deal with that. And then had to deal with Monica coming back. And they don't explicitly say it, but it seems like she was obviously being groomed to take over from her mother as the yeah. head of S.W.O.R.D. He's gotten the position because and he of doesn't want to lose that position. death. And now, yeah, now she's come back to sort of disrupt yeah. his, um, his power, essentially. Um, so is his power a glass ceiling? <laughs> not, not, not bringing in the heat today guys sorry <laughs> just not bringing it today i'm like oh dad jokes oh. <laughs> oh. which is what we're about actually my um, god but... segue into uh... it's, it's on brand <laughs> it is on brand but on the on the hydra point um i i don't think they're going to bring them back proper but we do have um baron zemo in the um in the falcon and winter soldier yeah. yes which is Hydra, and uh, well, he could he could have his own offshot of Hydra, you know, like yeah. Hydro. You're right, Hydra is coming back. Ah, dang it! Yeah, because that that to me is like I, it's now becoming clearer that the Hayward plot moment, or I guess just the Hayward story, mm. is going to set up Falcon and Winter Soldier. 
I, I think yeah. that, that that somehow will will tie into Falcon and Winter Soldier because he's a terrestrial threat and clearly that exactly. they are very much in a terrestrial world. And if you look at the trailers, we don't actually get outside of Zemo, we don't actually get who they're fighting. We, yeah. We're not shown or that. What? And uh, yeah, it's or what. So I think that I think that Hay was going to go off and create his own offshoot of whether it be Hydra or something else that's a response to, but to your point, David, it is very much a response to what happened with the snap, which is like, those like ambiguously moral situations where it's like, no, he just never wants that to happen to the world again, but the way he's going about it really sucks. Yeah. Right. And then it's very Marvel. Yeah. Very Marvel comics. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I feel like he might, and whether he's the bad guy or sets up the bad guy for what Franklin Little Soldier, I still think there's a connection there. Uh, I just hope that they don't just come back. It's like it's Hydra again, and we're like like neo Nazis or whatever. It's like no, let's, let's move on. <laughs> let's let's create know. something else. Yeah, sure. But we'll see. We shall. If not, then it'll be okay. Uh, Dave, did you have one last thing to say, or you don't want nope, to that say was, it anymore? That was all. That's all I've got. Right. I, th- I think we should wrap it up. We've been going yeah. on for longer. And I think JC needs to go and grab lunch. He yes. looks like you need lunch. Um, right. Again, as every single week, every time we've been covering WandaVision, thank you for listening. Dave, thanks for coming on once again. Please plug your stuff one more time. Uh, yes, I am a part of the Grit and Grime Basketball Podcast. So if you are into basketball, search for us across any and all um, podcast platforms um, at Grit and Grime Pod on socials uh, and support our YouTube page. Yes, indeed. We'll, we will have a, a thing of sports, nerdy sports crossover episode with Grit and Grime. You know, Space it. Jam is coming out. I think <gasps> that, that could that could uh, Space Jam two unite so us legacy. Uh, that could that could be the yeah what brings bring the two teams together and uh, <laughs> talk basketball or sports and nerd stuff. I think that could be a good idea. I think for sure, for sure. Right, it's gonna be like when the <laughs> ABA and the NBA came together. The merger. Yes. Yeah, Merge. the nerds got to play with like the the athletes. I like it. I like it. <laughs> always goes well always goes well for the nerds right so <laughs> that's it i'm wrapping up for episode what was it six of one division join us next week for the, our coverage i was going to say not talking sports terms our recap of episode seven uh thank you again dave for joining thanks jc for joining as well and um like they say in all good podcasts please um subscribe share like retweet re-instagram us rate review rate review anything <laughs> you want to do thanks for um the 650 something um subscribers wow. on instagram we are going up hopefully by this time next week we'll be at 700 we'll find out soon enough um but yeah that's it thank you for joining thank you for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode <laughs> goodbye see you the hex <laughs> X. <laughs>